You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. The following is a paid program sponsored by Crawford Management Group and Smart Time Consultants. Please be advised that the voices and opinions you may hear do not necessarily represent the views of KUNV Las Vegas, the University of Nevada Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Hi, my name is Leah Crawford. And I'm Rhonda Nolan. And you're listening to the Let's Talk with Leah and Rhonda show. For all the beautiful entrepreneurs out there, this is for you. Good morning, Las Vegas. So how are all you entrepreneurs doing out there? We have a special treat today. We have a very special guest in the uh, studio this morning. Leah, would you like to introduce? I will. So I would like to introduce to you Mr. Bernard H. Gaddis. Hello, Mr. Gaddis. Hello, ladies. How you doing? <laughs> How Good. are you? Thanks for joining us this bright and early Saturday morning. Well, thank you for having me. All right. So, Bernard, I want to jump right in because you have Contemporary West Dance Theater. I mean, dance company. Yes. We've been ta- I mean, we've been talking about this for years. And, well, me and you talk about this stuff. You were very instrumental in my daughter's life in dance and helping her to pursue what she thought was going to be her dream of dance. Tell me about you. I mean, you graduated from um, the Philadelphia School of Performing Arts. Performing Arts. Yeah. Um, Philadelphia High School for Performing Arts. Let's get it. Philadelphia High School for Performing Arts. What does dance mean to you? Well, I mean, it definitely means more than pretty costumes and, you know, the music and being in front of the audience and everything. Um, You know, and as you said, dance saved my life. Um, You know, I came from an abused family and, you know, dance was an outlet for me. Um, You know, I remember sitting, watching a PBS special and um, it was seven men going across the stage. It was the first time that I had seen it. It was after school and I, you know, was transfixed. I watched it and... I was just like, wow. And then, you know, I got up and afterwards I just went out and started playing. And little did I know that that was the seed Mm -hmm. that planted everything. Um, Because then everything that happened afterwards kind of led me into dance where it was, you know, my teacher who was a home economics teacher who taught sewing, who asked me to perform Michael Jackson in her you know, her um, fashion show. Okay. And then it went on to, um, you know, you know how to, at the end of the year, like when you're about to graduate middle school, they asked you what, there's a list of what high schools you wanted to go through. Okay. And so I knew I didn't want to go to West Philly High. Sorry, okay. Not, nothing against nothing West, against Philly, West High. Philly. And anybody from Philly, okay, so anybody, because I know, <laughs> thankfully we're not in Philly. So, but again, nothing against West Philly, but right. I can understand not wanting to go to West Philly in the 80s. Right. And I, and so... I saw creative and performing arts on the, the on the sheet, and you know at that time, the performing arts or fame was out. Videos fame had, was out. Yes, it was. Yeah, mm-hmm, videos mm-hmm. had just started to come out, like music videos. Mm-hmm. The video. I won't rock. hate you because right, but yeah, <laughs> I'm telling it. MTV, BET, VH1 VH1 were showing all, all of those videos, and dancers were getting a lot of love because exactly. they were in all those videos. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So. Um, you know, I, I chose that. I auditioned. I had never had a dance class before. Okay. Um, I had brown dress pants. I didn't have any dance clothes. I went, auditioned. I did Michael Jackson. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's, you did what you knew. Nothing wrong I with do, Mike. I did wrong. what I knew. Do, did what I knew. And, you know, and after that, 
you know, they I guess they needed men. So, they did, they, but they probably needed men yes. at that time. Because mm-hmm. boys in Philly are not are not really there. No, no. Mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nope. And, um, and, and the funny thing about it is that Creative and Performing Arts was in the hood. Right it across, it was in on South Philly, 11th and Catherine. I know where 11th and Catherine is, yes. And right where the projects is. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we had to fight for our lives getting into school well, and coming, coming out. out school. That's, that's <laughs> quite strategic. <laughs> no, it's interesting because at that time in the 80s, Philadelphia always had a bunch of high schools for, had magnet high schools. Mm-hmm. And they had a school for the performing arts. They had your academic school. They had engineering and science. It was called engineering and science. Mm-hmm. So it was these schools around town, but, you know, the city is a ghetto. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So the city, um, and it's 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 interesting because we caught public transportation to school. Mm-hmm. Yep. We didn't. It wasn't a school bus that came by and picked everybody up in the neighborhood. You got on public transportation, so you were riding the bus with everybody. People going to work. Mm-hmm. You were going to school, and I mean, just every. And, and did you go to school from seven, from eight to three? Uh, yes. No, it was seven thirty. Seven thirty till about three o'clock. Right. So mm-hmm. what they did for so what they did for the magnet school kids, we had a longer day. Mm-hmm. Then if you were if you went to the neighborhood schools, mm-hmm. so we were on the buses earlier and on the buses later because we would get home. I mean, I would get home from school at four thirty five o'clock mm-hmm. every day, mm-hmm. and was on the bus at six thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. And this was for high school, so you know I I feel your pa- yeah. I re- yeah, huh? Yeah. <laughs> huh. They talk about paying dues, yeah. They start right here mm-hmm, right. On, on SEPTA. Right, right. <laughs> they right. start right here on SEPTA. Yeah. So let's talk about you because you've danced. Um, yes. You've, been, you, you've lived in New York. Yes. Um, well, I mean, I joined the Alvinelli American Dance Theater in Amazing. 1992. Okay. Um, but before that, um, I joined um, Philodenko. Philodenko. And I was actually the youngest member. I actually, I started at 14 and then I got into my first professional company at 15. Wow. Which was Philodenko. Okay. And so I was a full company member then. Um, so my And she's still living. 93. She's 93 years old. Yeah. That's wonderful. What's her name? I don't remember her name. Joan Myers Brown. Joan Myers Brown. Yeah. Now, did you go to the location on 63rd Street? No. Um, okay. At that time, we were on 40th and Market. Okay. She'd already went to 40th and Market. But she still had the 63rd Street location. Because she just, my mother had the dry cleaners underneath, and I would hear the kids stomping above me. And I'm like, Mom, can I go to dance class? She was like, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mom, you won't let me go. Mm-mm, no, because you didn't go. You didn't want to go to class when I wanted you to go to class. I was like, got it. But see, so you're 40th and Market, so you're dancing with her. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just kind of backtrack to what I was saying, you know, before. Just, you know, once I got into high school and I, you know, I took to it like a fish to water. They could not pull me out of the dance room. Okay. And I didn't know you could make money at it. Ooh. I just knew I loved to dance. And it kept me away from home. Got it. So that's what I mean by it saved my life. And then cut to being in the Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater. What and was that like? Stop there. Stop. Because... <laughs> When you hear Alvin Ailey, I mean that. I, the, come on, that is that is the creme de la creme. You went from I can be, I I just started this, and then less than ten years, mm-hmm. you are on stage with Alvin Ailey. That's yeah. huge. Yes, and blessed. And blessed. <laughs> yes, blessed. Oh God, what yeah. what was that like? Um, it was it was like being thrown into the deep end of the pool, but I already knew how to swim. Mm. 
Was Judith Jameson running the company at yes, that time? Yes, she was. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Ailey had passed in 1989, mm-hmm. um, which I, for a summer I was his gopher. So I was able to sit by his feet and watch the main company and watch him direct the main company um, because I was on scholarship. I was on a full scholarship. And uh, so that means you were good. So thank you. You were good. <laughs> they paid for you to be there in the 80s. Uh-huh. We want this baby. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the funny thing about it is, I've, you know, I've always had to travel back because I didn't really have a lot of money. So I've had to always travel. So I lived in Jersey in okay. subsidized housing. Okay. And I would get on the bus. And remember how they would give you the change back mm-hmm. once you get into the city? Like they, the city had some kind of agreement Talk with the them. bus. And so I would recycle the change so that I could go and do the the um, the summer intensive and, and the scholarship. Mm. Yeah. So being hungry and doing what it takes mm-hmm. to be there, to be present. Yes. So that 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 famous number that Ailey does. Revelations. Yes, Revelations. You, I, I knew you knew it. Have you performed that? Yes, I was. Can I, I touch you? Ah! I touch somebody. <laughs> that, I guess I can tell the world. I touched somebody. That did. Revelations is a yes. beautiful piece. It's a beautiful piece, and I had the opportunity of performing it in high school. Nice. Um, believe it or not, I had a, a dance instructor, cheer coach in high school that okay. taught dance. Of course, there were only really a handful of dancers in the class, and everybody else was there. But because I was in her class, she decided to do Revelations and make me the star person in Revelations. So it was nice. very interesting to see because it was a very mixed crowd. You know what I mean? Right. But but it was really good. She was bringing culture, you know, right, to an exactly. area that really didn't have it. And so then my dance instructor, who was from downtown Detroit, came to see the performance and and, okay. and bought other folks to see it. So it was really cool. But nice. Revelations is a signature piece that they've been doing a, for a hundred. Years. A signature piece. Everybody loves that piece. Yes. They never get tired of it. I, I, honestly, because when Ailey, um, when a dance company comes here, I, I just want, what time is Revelations coming on? Because I, I need to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I really want to see that. Yeah. So go ahead. So you are... <laughs> God, but wait, so let's tell our listeners. We're speaking with Mr. Bernard Gaddis, who's the founder and artistic director of... Contemporary West Dance Company. Contemporary West Dance Theater. So he has been in dance a long, long time. He's an entrepreneur. He started the organization. What was it like starting the dance company here in Vegas? It was one of the hardest things that, I do, <laughs> that I've ever done. Um, you know... And, it's, and actually, I can't take the credit for having the idea. Okay. okay. Um, that was Charmaine Hunter. Okay. And Charmaine Hunter um, was a principal prima ballerina with Dance Theater of Harlem. Oh, wow. And she had moved here, and she was working um, a little bit with Cirque du Soleil, doing auditions and things like that. And so when I got the job with um, Cirque du Soleil, um, Zumanity... Um, you, we we had already known each other, mm-hmm. you know, because Ailey and DTH, DTH we toured eight months out of the year mm-hmm. you together. Know, to, well, like well, she she right would be right yeah, behind each other, or either in front. Yeah, yeah. it's like either they mm-hmm. were in the city before us, or we were in the city before oh, them. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. So we and we also took class. They would come down and take class at Ailey. We would go up and take class at DTH. So I've known Charmaine forever, and so she decided. She said. I did a, um, while I was in Humanity, I did a, a benefit concert for children with living with HIV and women's breast cancer. Mm-hmm. And um, it was also for the dancers of Zumanity to have something else to do because we were doing the same show in and day in, day in and day out. Mm-hmm. And so basically, um, Charmaine had came and saw the performance. She was like, you need to start a dance company here. And I was like, my first, I was like, 
and H to the double E hell uh, <laughs> hockey stick hack the hockey, hockey stick, hockey stick right, thing. Right, no. Yes. just no 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 and I just and needed to, to emphasize that I know it's radio but I had no no no, <laughs> no right no. right right because I just knew I didn't think you know I wasn't thinking about being artistic director I've always you know been the dancer and I did was the, the director for dance uh, Denko 2 which is their second company but you know I didn't really you know that wasn't my thing for right at that point but you know what a performance is supposed to look like yes you yes. know because I remember the first time you said a piece on children mm-hmm. and, well the children here yes and it was for the um performing a visual arts camp and these I mean these babies he said a piece on these babies and I just had his opposite I was like oh they can dance okay <laughs> and it was just it was clean it was crisp and it was it was amazing just watching them um, just step their game up, mm-hmm. you know. So I want to thank you for that because that was huge. Oh, thank you. That was huge. So you so you've danced for Zumanity. Did you do any other Cirque shows? Uh, Mystere. Mystere. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was the longest run um, that I did. So I did Zumanity for three years and then I did Mystere for about fourteen. But I started a company in two thousand seven. Okay. Sort of when I was changing from. Zumanity to Mystere. Now, what's it like? Okay, so how many times a week are you guys actually performing the show? We do two shows a day, uh, 10 shows a week, five days a week. From Wednesday to Sunday? Thursday to Sunday? Uh, well, it depends on, because they always have a show playing. So I mean, we were kind of Monday through Friday. Oh, Monday through Friday. Or something oh, like that. Or okay. maybe it was like Wednesday through Sunday or something mm-hmm. like that. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But it was definitely 10 shows a week. And, 10 shows a week. Yeah. And I started the company then, too. Okay. So now, do you have to practice, too, on top of the 10 shows? Well, you know, it depends on how good you are. I didn't have to. So okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so let's, let's talk about that for a minute. Because <laughs> okay. in regular dance, right, at your studio, if right. you're getting ready for a performance, you're practicing every day. Yes, six hours a day. And then it's time for the performance. But then you have a rehearsal before the performance or a stretch before the performance and then mm-hmm. there's performance. So mm-hmm. let's talk about this whole Zumanity thing. So now you did have to practice every day but why did others were they stand-ins or well no I mean because you know the type of dancing that I did is the artist heart form uh, okay the artist art form okay um, as far as dance okay you know because there is entertainment there's commercial dance there's the fine arts you know which is what it is that I do which is the pure purity of what dance is mm-hmm. and so if you're able to master that, then everything else comes easy. That's true. Broadway came easy for me. You know, Zumanity came easy for me. It was very 101. So I'm like, you know, once I got the movement, I'm like, I'm good. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and then I they saw me con- continue to progress in the movement. So they're like, oh, okay, well, we don't really need to rehearse him. He's so it's like doing a wobble, huh? Once you get it, you can do it. It's like doing a wobble. I'm just you saying. You said the wobble. The wobble. I'm just, you're did right. I say that? Did I say you that? did say it. But you're right. There are a lot of different techniques. I know when I was at Howard University, I think I told you earlier, I danced in the company there mm-hmm. and our instructors taught us the Martha Graham technique. So mm-hmm. we did a lot of Martha Graham. So all of that was new to me because when I was in, you know, junior high, high school, I was one of those kids that did start dancing it, you know, out of, out of the crib. Right. I, you know, I did ballet, tap, jazz, you know, all that fun stuff. I had never really gotten into modern. You know, like that, I did mostly everything else. But when I got to college, that's when I learned modern and Martha Graham and all that fun stuff. And all that was great. You know, it Mm -hmm. just helped take me, you know, to where I needed to be. But I can say this, being a dancer, you're in great shape. It it is something, you look great. And most dancers look fabulous because 
when you're when you're dancing, you're having fun, so you're not exercising. Exactly. You know what I mean? But you are though. But you are, but you're not. But like yeah. like to me, like when I hear about Pilates and all that stuff, Pilates is just ballet slow. Mm-hmm. If you never, you know, if you've never mm-hmm. done ballet in your mm-hmm. life, and I just, you know, I, I, I giggle, you know, right? <laughs> I giggle at it like, oh, okay, that's slow ballet. But anyway, I understand you're going to be having some new classes coming up. Yes, actually, um, you know, we're partnering with the city now, mm-hmm. and city of Las Vegas. Correct. Yes, the city of Las Vegas okay. Cultural Arts Affairs, um, which is now Parks and Recreation as well. Okay. And uh, I believe they combined it. And we've been, we, we actually partnered, started partnering with them through the pandemic. Right. And uh, we started with the company and then we started doing um, schools, like after school program, um, which is, which I called at the time arts work. Okay. Um, and we changed that to conservatory, but we still have the arts work program because I'm trying to cultivate going into the schools um, and having that be um, community enrichment. Got it. For the company. Um, and for the schools and for the community. And that might be a good, uh, I mean, I, I don't know a lot about the school district politics, but I know that a lot of the the arts mm-hmm. are not in, like the home economics classes and right. dance classes. Unless you're going to the performing arts schools, you mm-hmm. know, you really don't have access to that stuff. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And so, yeah, we would be going into the inner city schools um, and creating workshops and programs and lecture demonstrations. Um, and, you know, for me, it's always about, you know, the kids seeing what they can become. Mm-hmm. Because if you just kind of go in there and then show them dance and not show them what they actually can strive for, then they're really not going to connect with it. And, and for me, being a kid that connected, and I will tell you, you know, just to touch on when I said, you know, about the seven men going across the stage, when I got into Alvin Ailey, I was in the same room with the same choreographer doing the same ballet that I saw when I was 11 years old. Wow, that's How fabulous. Was that? the, I, it was surreal. I was, and it didn't hit me until I was like, wait, that's this what is I the saw. ballet, this is the ballet I saw. This was the Seven Men. Was it Men. Sesame Street? It was, it, it was, no, I don't know what it was. It was, it was PBS. Okay. It was PBS. Okay. And the ballet was, is Rainbow Around My Shoulder by Donald McHale. Mm. Oh my God. So no. surreal comes full circle. Yep. Yep. You see, it didn't even know that the seed was being planted. Went outside nope. to play. Yep. And a decade later, you're doing the same performance. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I wonder who has been inspired by you. Oh, my God. I, I, I you know, you don't think about it. You know, I, I, I know I don't think about it. I just do what I do. And dance means so much to me. And my teacher did tell me, Althea Leslie, she said, when I'm giving you this information, it's not yours to keep. Okay. You must pass this on and you must promise me that you're not going to keep this for yourself. And I promised her. And ever since that day, I have been passing it on as much as I can, um, you know, and trying to do it at the way she did it, at the highest level, at the highest quality, and at the highest of integrity. Excellence. Yeah. Excellence. No, because when you watch them, I mean, dancers, they, first of all, they have a certain level of grace. Mm-hmm. It's a graciousness. It's how they walk. It's how they talk. How they move their hands. It's just, it's gracious. <laughs> it, but no, if, if you watch it. Right. You can you, tell who the dancers are. You can tell who the dancers, you can tell who the dancers are. And at first I thought, are. you know, when I was hanging out with you when we first met, and you would say, oh, I know Bernard's walking through the room because I can. And I was like, is she making fun of me? <laughs> <laughs> but it's honestly, it's it's funny because I remember we were the society and the children had done their performance. And I don't know if you I don't know if you had placed that piece on them and they had practiced it or if you knew something about the piece. But they practiced at mm-hmm. my house because they moved the furniture in my house because I have a hardwood floor. Mm-hmm. 
And after they performed, if you could see just the execution of him, he looked and his face turned and he shook his shoulders to the side, got up and gave him a standing ovation. I was like, oh, my God, it was it was good coming from you because I think you were sincerely and surprised and, mm-hmm. and happy that these children, right, mm-hmm. that the piece was so clean. And these are high school kids. Mm-hmm. But they look like a professional company. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. So tell me something. Let's go back to you starting this oh, okay. dance company. Yes. So how hard was it to start this business? Well, you know, people would think that when it when it's when you're the first, that everybody is just going to accept it and clamor to it and. You know, and it's so much about education in a city that does not is not steeped in the fine arts. Because um, I believe they've had one ballet company for, and that was it for years. Mm-hmm. And so when when I when Charmaine and I did start our company, we wanted to make sure that it was integrated and multicultural and diverse as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so even with that, you know, it was trying to educate people about the reason why we have an intermission. Mm-hmm. You know, because in Vegas, they don't have intermissions. Or you can get up and you can eat popcorn and you can have a hot dog or whatever. That's basically the shows, you know. And so it's it's that. And then trying to bring dances that people relate with, mm-hmm. you know, and or relate to, and that it's not artsy-fartsy and over their heads. And they're kind of like, I don't know what this is. This is, you know, avant-garde. Um, so cultivating that, the, the programming and the ballets in which to show, um, you know, getting dancers, you know, was was a difficult, you know, thing hmm. here. You know, uh, I think our first set of dancers were from UNLV. Okay. Um, and that's because Charmaine was teaching there at the time as a guest teacher. And then a lot of the other dancers were my friends from the strip. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister Stephanie came out from California. We danced in Ailey together, and she was actually a principal with Dance Theater Harlem as well. So I was pulling on friends, mm-hmm. and I was like, "We have one time to make an impact," you know. And we did our first performance at the Cashman Center. Mm. And I like the Cashman Center. Yeah, it's a really cool theater. It was a cool theater. It's yeah. Re- oh yeah. And. Um, we, I think we had about 750 people. Mm-hmm. And I remember Jewel and Yanni brought kids from the West Las Vegas Cultural Arts Center. They brought a whole load of kids down. Um, and a lot of those kids had never seen concert dance. It was like their first time seeing it ever. Mm-hmm. And um, but it's been it's been rough just financially mm-hmm. getting the finances because you know when the powers that be uh, right now I think they're more focused on you know the the sports aspect you know of the theater the, I mean the the stadiums and the teams and stuff like that and um, and so and this as a person of color. You know, we, it, you, you have to, I feel you have to work 10 times harder, Mm -hmm. you know, and you have to be out there 10 times more, um, and pushing and, and educating people on what, you know, the arts is that it's not just ballet, you know, there's many different aspects of dance and theater and acting and, you know, opera and, you know, all those things that, is the purity of what it is that the strip actually offers. Because if it was not for us, or entities like us, then you would not have 
a lot of the entertainment. The, it, yes, the, because they wouldn't have the training in which to do it. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay, but this, but but I, I love it because your um, performances are for us locals. Yes. Something for us to do. I mean, mm-hmm. a nice night out. I mean, because, you know, New York, you have Broadway where you can go see a whole bunch of musicals, mm-hmm. plays and things like that. Mm-hmm. I look forward to your next performance. I know you're working mm-hmm. on something. Yes, we're working. Well, we're in our summer right now. We're doing a summer intensive where we offer intensive classes to students from all around the community. Okay. Um, then we go into our fall season. Okay. So we have our fall um, season with the company, and then we start our after-school program as well. Um, and our fall season is October 6th and 7th. That's the main company. Okay. And that's that's uh, three performances that weekend. October 6th and 7th. And you will keep us posted on the location. Of course. And everything else. When you get everything solidified, let of me course. know. Yeah. Because we want to promote, and we will be there. Thank you. We will be yeah. there with bells and whistles on. Yeah. It's at the, actually Charleston Heights Performing Arts Center. Oh, it's at Charleston. Okay. Yeah. Charleston Heights Performing Arts Center. 800 Brush Street. Charleston Heights... Go ahead. Now, do you ever take the students who come? Okay, so you teach classes for students. Yes. Do you ever take those students to see any of the dancers that come here to perform? Well, yes, we, we always try to educate and we do, you know, dance history classes and stuff like that. We have taken um, the kids to the International Associations of Blacks and Dance, as well as the Laguna Arts Festival. Um, you know, I believe in giving them as much education as possible mm-hmm. um, and also knowing where I come from. I bring choreographers in as well as teachers um, from all over, actually all over the world, actually. That's wonderful. Um, to, you know, either do choreograph- set choreography on them or either um, do uh, teaching, teaching. That's them. cool. So how many students do you have that, that uh, take classes from your organization? Uh, well, because we started during the pandemic, um, it fluctuated. We Everybody was looking for a place to dance at that time, and we were the only thing that was open. So we, we got it probably around 60 kids. That's wonderful. Yeah, and then, you know, it kind of fluctuates, and now that everything is open... Like this past year, we had about 30. Mm-hmm. Um, but you that's know, so still, but that's still a nice number. Yes, because they're, they're, they're there, they're focused. There's not a whole lot of running around and trying to get from class to class to class to class. The teachers are more focused and able to really dive into the kids and really give them the information that they need. Um, so it's 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 a it's a, a little family, right? And you're planting yeah. the seeds. What I love is they're planting the seeds because going to IABD is huge. Yes, going to IABD is because you get to see the other black dance companies mm-hmm. from around the nation. Right. All in, you know, I love when they come to your city because you get an amazing show mm-hmm. when they come to your city, yeah. when they come to your town, because you I mean, you might not get to Houston or Dallas, mm-hmm. you well, know. And, you know, I came from, I mean, Philadanko and Joe Myers Brown was actually the founder. founder of it. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I was going to IBD at a very, very young age. So I actually introduced... Um, a lot of Miss um, Marsha mm-hmm. um, from West Las Vegas, um, Yanni and Jewel to the IABD organization. I was like, you really need to come. And you really and do need this to see this. Yes, see this. you really yeah. need to see this. I wish they would put Las Vegas back on the map. I wish they would just come here one yeah. one good time so that we can see. No, you have to see because I went to a show that they had in DC, mm-hmm. and it was absolute. They were at the Kennedy Center. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they performed at the Kennedy Center, and I'm sitting there and I'm just like, oh my god. Who knew mm-hmm. this whole world of black dancers? And they actually did the piece that you... They did. That you saw. They did. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. And then... At the Kennedy Center. It was so funny because I was um, in a Uber 
in Dallas. No, Houston. I was in Houston. Who started Dallas Black? What's the woman's name? Uh, Ann Williams. Ann, I was in an Uber with her and didn't even know it. Wow. I was, and she started, and I was like, she said, I am Miss Williams. I said, oh, look, I'm in the, we're in the Uber with greatness. But just knowing that dance world, because it's a whole different world. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different mm-hmm. world. Again, I want to thank you for coming on the show. Please, please get us the information, how people can um, purchase tickets yes, for I your mean, upcoming event. Please can- go to our website. Okay. You know, it's, it's very easy to learn. Um, www.lvdance.org. LVDance.org, www.lvdance.org. So we're going to add that on our list of events, especially starting in September. We are. So Las Vegas, you've been listening to the founder and artistic director, Mr. Bernard Gaddis. And we are so happy to talk to him today about the Contemporary West Dance Theater. Uh, It's my first time meeting him. I've been following that organization for years, especially during the pandemic, because they did a lot of shows virtually and you could sit at home and watch them and you know, to support them to keep things going. And so I was ve- I'm very happy to meet him today for the first time because I know some other people are part of the organization, but I had never met him. And, you know, dance is so near and dear to my heart. You know, I just I just love it. And I didn't realize I missed it till I was uh, doing something earlier this year that reminded me that I missed it. So uh, I understand you said earlier there are going to be some classes for adults. So I'm going to be wanting yes. more information about that. Yes, yes, yes. You know, yeah. And that really, really quickly. Yes. Um, the city, we're, we're, I'm partnering with them so that we can create programming. Okay. And so this year we're going to be doing a senior and adult um, dance fit classes mm-hmm. um, that are going to be at the Charleston Heights as well. Well, let me know when they start because I'm going to sign up. All right. And so until next time, y'all, you all been listening to Let's Talk with Leah and Rhonda. I am Leah Crawford. (laughs) I am Rhonda. No. All right. We will see you next week. Thank you, Bernard, for coming on today. Of course. Thank you. I'm honored. All right. Bye. Bye.